Hey, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. Have you ever thought about starting your own business? Well, I know that many of you who listen to this podcast for the last few years have shared with me your dreams of starting a new business. Some of you are business owners, entrepreneurs, have been, have been in management positions, but many of you have shared with me over the last few years your desire to get out of the nine to five corporate uh, race and get into doing business for yourself. Now, the thing about having your own business is that it's you know a lot of responsibility, like as is the case for uh, a job. You have a job, whether you're in management or any other position, high or low. You know you have a job and you exchange your time for money. I mean, that's basically what it is. And even if you love your job, maybe you want more out of life, you know? So for me personally, and I share this a lot with, with, with many of you here, is I do it for freedom. The freedom of time, freedom to do what I wanna do, mostly what I wanna do. Now, let's be honest, there are times where clients or employees or vendors come first. So, you know, my family knows that. But um, overall, I get to dictate where I go, how I do it. And for me, over the last 20 years, that has been the, the key performing indicator. It's, it's being able to have freedom to do what I want to do with my time, choose the clients that I want. And of course, it takes time for you to get there. Now, for those who, are, who haven't started their own business and are thinking, well, I need to start this thing. I want to get out of my job. I don't recommend that you leave a job without having at least created the the idea that you want to move forward with and when i say create the idea it's really create and test right so i'll give a good example recently uh one of my aunts who was the first one who came to the u.s here lucy she started a a food company now she's been in the food business for decades and so this was a new venture but it's like super healthy foods shows she calls it lucy's superfoods and she's using a lot of different ingredients that are organic but that uh, boost your energy right so she was doing sandwiches um, that you could deliver like a doordash she's doing juices like really high energy high immune boosting juices and um, soups and a few other things but ultimately what she did before she left her job was she created the products so she developed the products and this doesn't have to just be for actual product that is physical those who are going to sell e-commerce or a mom and pop brick and mortar type of business i mean this applies to any virtual service so whether you are you know a lawyer an accountant or you are a therapist coach, uh, marketer, any type of service that is virtual, um, you're still going to need to build that out, test the product, and then analyze what your what your results were, and then tweak it. And once you have the, those results analyzed and, and optimized, then I believe you're ready to say, now I can put together a simple business plan using, you know, the business model canvas, which just has, you know, about nine different boxes where you fill in the different elements of starting a business. So, but until you do that, I would recommend highly that you don't start anything that you don't have a lot of experience in first and foremost, and that you're not super passionate about, you know, because we come across those situations all the time. And I do get pitched on this quite a bit where someone comes and says, well, I know this guy who's doing 
X. He's working in this space and uh, boy, he's making a ton of money. That's why we should do it. That to me is not a good reason to get into a space, especially if it's your first business, get into something because you think somebody else is making money. Right? You should get into it because you either are an expert in it, you've got 10,000 or more hours, or you are truly passionate about it, but you've just never been able to do it. Again, different ways of getting in, right? different measures. But I do think that to be able to get into any kind of market, whether it's B2B, B2C, whether it's online or, or digital services, you, you have to have that passion, you have to have the expertise, you have to have built out your prototype, your product, and then test it. Test it, get the the basic insights, right? The results. What, what, what were the results? Did people buy it? Did they like it? Um, what about my pricing and positioning? Did I price it properly? Did I sell it only to friends and family and neighbors and co-workers? Because if so, then, you know, friends, family, neighbors, co-workers, they're going to support you but it's not necessarily gonna be an honest feedback always. So what I would say is, you know, get get in your car, find out where your target audience is at and go sell face to face. I mean, I, I really mean that. So if you're selling a service, go to a conference, go to a networking event at a chamber. If you're selling a product, do a local trade show. Maybe uh, if you're selling food um, or a drink, uh, a farmer's market, right? If you're a, if you want to get into music, go do a small music festival. Market yourself first. Um, you know, don't just put stuff out there and hope that people come. The truth is they don't come. Even if your stuff is pretty great, you still have to first get validation from the market. And you do that by analyzing the data, analyzing the testimonials and the reviews. When you have enough of that, which can take you, you know, six, 12 months, then and only then are you ready to go to market and leave your job. Because if you leave your job first, or you take your savings or your investments, and you put it all into this thing that you're passionate about, you maybe have some experience, but you don't know what the blind spots are. Naturally, things are not going to go right. And in business, even when you have all of those elements, right? Even when you've studied the market, you have the experience, you have the connections, even when everything is working for you, you can still fail. And that's the truth about entrepreneurship. So it's hard. And then, of course, your family, your family and your own personal life. It's going to take a, a, a backseat for a while. And I don't mean a backseat like you're not going to be there, but you're going to go from working, you know, eight, nine hours a day to, you know, 15, 20 hours a day. And yes, before I get some of you out there who are promoting or buying into the, you know, two-day two, two day or two-hour workday, th this is an outlier. That's the truth. It's an outlier. If you get off of social media, if you go analyze people who are successful, let's be honest, the majority of people who are successful, 99% of people who I've ever come across, they grind they work their ass off, right? It's not like they have a, a quick side hustle and they become an influencer. And just because they like, you know, building something, they're going to start a YouTube channel and woo, the money's just going to come. Monetization everywhere. No, it's not going to happen that way, right? For most people, it is not going to happen that way that you have a an idea for an app or an idea for a product and you put it out there and then all of a sudden it just you're flooded with orders and all of a sudden you are on a cover of a magazine as you know one of the top startups again for every very successful startup that um you know takes off right from the the the, the jump uh, there's 
thousands others who won't make a dime in the first or second, third, fourth, fifth year. So you have to be aware of that, you know, and you have to be aware of this because it, you don't want to go into entrepreneurship, owning your own business with one thing in mind. And that thing might be more freedom, more money, finding something that's more exciting. You don't want to go into that unprepared. And so for me, my advice to you, my takeaway for from today's episode for you is that if you are that corporate worker, if you are, you know, thinking about going to do your own thing, as I said, do your research, build a product, get the feedback, go out there and sell face-to-face because if you can't sell it face-to-face, how can you expect to hire someone to sell your product if you can't even do it? So do that, come back to the drawing table with all your insights and then optimize accordingly. And then and only then can you say, now I think I have a timeline. I'm going to leave my job on such and such date, month. I'm going to make sure I have everything set up, ready to go. The bank account, the the, the you know organization, the formation, are you doing LLC? Are you doing S Corp, C Corp? What state are you doing it in? Do you need insurance? Who are your first employees gonna be? Do you have help already? Do you have the connections? Do you have your marketing plan? Who's going to do your marketing plan? Will you have a sales team? What what are some of the things that you can do to prepare while you are getting your product out there and testing it? Not only with family and friends. Remember, you're testing the products with strangers who will give you real feedback. And then I think that when you do it that way, if if leaving your job is something that you've been planning on doing, once you've gone through those steps, guess what? You're going to be much more successful, believe me. And even then, you're still going to have to grind many, many hours before you get to a point where you can say, all right, I have a staff, people that I can delegate to. I have happy customers who are with me for the long haul. It's a long road. It's a journey. Definitely, definitely not a sprint. It's a marathon. So I love it. Even with the most challenging days, I love it, but it's not for everyone, right? Just as uh, corporate's not for me. So I, I admire many people who are brilliant marketers, entrepreneurs who work for uh, different brands that I admire, but it's not for me. So I think you just have to find out what's for you and what's not for you. And if entrepreneurship is for you, definitely reach out to me personally, alex at dadpreneur.co. And I'm always happy to talk about entrepreneurship. Also, if you are looking for a co-founder, a great place for you to go is cofounderlab.com. So it's a website that I've used for many, many years, and I have found many co-founders for different ventures that I'm currently involved with and have been for years. So you'll find a lot of different people on Co-Founder Lab that can help you uh, in the areas that maybe you're lacking. So that's one good nugget that you could take away from today's uh, episode. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. 